Welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel. Town Talk powered in part this morning by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, tourstaffordva.com. The George Washington Foundation in this morning. And I say welcome back, Dave Maraca, Ann Waters, and uh, Allison Ellis. I have not seen all of you since before Christmas. And to me, this is like the start of the year almost because it's almost time for, for Fairy Farm in, in, uh, to, to reopen again. And it's mm-hmm. just it's, it's an exciting time. So welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. This is a, um, for, for you all, I mean, I guess, Ann, this is a, like a time of, planning for the next you know what kind of the programs you're going to have and what what's going on and that yes. kind of stuff yes it's technically our off season but it, it is never not busy right <laughs> so lots of planning for yep the spring and reopening and all sorts of programs so is march 1st kind of the is that the reopening mm-hmm. day yes yep so we'll reopen march 1st um for the spring so that will be very exciting and it feels like it's right around the corner <laughs> well this is the time of year when they talk about pitchers and catchers reporting in baseball and this is kind of like pitchers and catchers report fairy farm reopens oh that's my that's what i'm gonna that's what, i may be the only one in fredericksburg saying that but that's gonna be my new line or thinking that <laughs> <laughs> pictures like and catchers it. and fairy farm reopening before we get going we have to welcome allison ellis the manager of public programs allison since this is your first time here we need to get to know you yeah. what uh what brought you to fairy farm so um i have a little bit of a different story from a lot of the people that i've worked with um i am actually local i'm from fredericksburg so i grew up in the area um i grew up going to the sites um, so I saw Kenmore as a young child, just as a empty shell in the middle of restoration. Um, so I kind of fell in love with it, and I got to see it be completely redone, refurnished um, over the years. Um, I also remember when they found the foundation of Fairy Farm. I went to archaeology camp as a kid, um, and it was such a big deal when they found the foundation and then started um, rebuilding the house. So. Um, I went into history um, to get my undergraduate degree, and um, I kind of, I graduated in the middle of COVID, so I was kind of floundering for a while, but I ended up here, and I am so grateful um, to not only work in museums, but work in museums in my hometown. I think that's such a rare thing, and I'm so lucky to be able to do it, and um, I'm just so happy to be here and be in my hometown. (laughs) Great story, Allison. It it, it really is that you you get to, that that you have, you have such memories yeah. and uh, of of everything and, mm-hmm. and to, to get a job here like like you say yeah yeah it's it's so awesome <laughs> so where did where did you get your love of history from did your family take you around to places or talk about it or you just I mean, like the topic yeah um i definitely credit it to my parents taking me to historic sites as a kid i i went to kenmore like i said but also like williamsburg and it was just always a subject that i admired in school and Um, Getting to see how people lived in the past was just something so special to me. Um, I love material culture, culture, so like things like furniture and clothing and just seeing how people lived in the past has always been fascinating to me. To get to do that now as as a, as a career and a job is and like you say and, and, and to do it around here at, at places that, that you're really familiar with. Yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. 
And as, as someone who's the education director with the with the George Washington Foundation, I mean, you, I'm sure you love to hear that. Yeah. That, uh, that and, and, and how because you've you've told it. You can tell your. I mean, your story is kind of similar. Um, I grew up in Richmond, but so Richmond, not, yeah, yeah, not too far. Um, and then also um, studied history and was very interested in making a career of it. But yeah, so it is very. I think it is really special when you get to work in the place that you kind of grew up in. Salt, like that's a really neat. You've and, seen Kenmore come full circle. I have. <laughs> yeah, boy, definitely. It's yeah, that to, 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 to see everything and to see and and I know and it it shows the importance of parents and in, in taking your kids to places like this. Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. We definitely value seeing kids come through not only on field trips but also with their parents, and we try to try to make their experiences as awesome as we can. And I think Fairy Farm opening and being completely interactive has definitely helped with that situation it's it's great boy the interactive part of it is because the the house is just unlike anything you can you can see it is it is it is so real like and but you can do so many more things in it than you can do if you know you, you do it at, at many other historic locations around here yeah you can actually touch things sit on the furniture you know i feel like it's very kid friendly and you don't as a parent you don't have to worry about your you know kids slipping under the the rope there instead <laughs> particularly like um i have one that's very tactile and the, she wants she has to touch everything yeah mm-hmm. and so uh-huh. going to museums with her is super stressful right right <laughs> so, and so it's like and so you can go in there and you just you can Set just let free. your guard down mm-hmm. yeah and, and it's just so liberating i can I, you know i'm not on guard all the time and as a parent I found that that was really helpful. I would think, Dave, too, that Allison's story deals with a lot of the time that you've been at Fairy Farm. To hear somebody come and, and, and have the experiences at Fairy Farm, this is just what we always talk about, of what we want, what you know, your your goals are with, uh, with, with visitors. And she matches it and, uh, you know, right. likes it. She's our perfect visitor experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure we want everyone to get a job in, in museums, but, but we certainly want them to come and, be sh- and sort of help it shape their lives and sort of, you know, l- develop an appreciation for the past and, and understanding the connection between the past and the present. And that's always that's always a, it's great to see when that happens. Well, and it's also great, Allison. Like you, especially you, you and Anne. You mean, so many people just to have young people involved in in, in interested in in history and in, in wanting to do it. Sometimes you go to, to to programs and everyone seems older, and you just think we need we need younger people here. And again, you're a great example of that. So. We're glad to have you here this morning. Yeah, thank you so much. Allison Ellis is here, uh, Ann Waters is here, and Dave Maraki here from the George Washington Foundation. Uh, President's Day and uh, Ferry Farm will be open for President's Day. It is a huge event. We're going to talk about that and some other things this morning as we go along. Quick break, and uh, we'll be back on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFVA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, 
Ted Schubel. It is the, the George Washington Foundation, Kenmore, and uh, in, in Ferry Farm. A lot today in Ferry Farm just because of uh, President's Day that we'll get into. Dave Maraca is here, and uh, archaeologist there, head archaeologist there, and the the uh, vice president of museum, museum content. Ann Waters is the education director, and Allison Ellis is the uh, manager of uh, public programs with uh, the, uh, the, the George Washington Foundation. So with the... Um, Catchers and catchers reporting and Ferry Farm getting ready to to reopen. Are there will there, are there, I the on, on the site, Dave. The, the the buildings that you have been that have been being built. They a lot of those at least from the road look like they've they're they're kind of filled in and a couple of those new buildings look like they're almost finished. So the root cellar is like ninety five percent done. It lacks like a there's a door there, but it's not attached and it needs a hatch. And then uh, uh, some shelving in there, and it is good to go. It needs to be, I think there's some sort of protective paint thing that goes on it. Yeah. It's called pine tar, but. Um, we'll call it a paint thing. We'll call it a paint. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then it'll be done. The um, slave quarter is a little farther out, um, the, though I will tell you the, the, um, the loft floor is in, so you can go upstairs, and uh, the, the um, stairways. The stairs that connect it is not in the ladder, but um, but it is an amazing place inside. And and just by putting that floor in, you really get a sort of sense of just what the space would be like in the 18th century. And so really starting to take shape. Um, it'll be exciting for for our visitors in the upcoming years to sort of go and be able to explore those buildings in more detail. Oh, I'm looking forward to it because it is. It's, it's 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 kind of a different story. Another story you can tell. And it makes our uh, landscape look so much better. I mean, um, we love just having the house there Mm -hmm. and having it being the center of attention. But, I mean, in the 18th century, it would have been one of ten buildings. And all the other buildings would have supported the house. And so to have those buildings on the landscape just makes it gives it an 18th century feel to it. Well, and you have talked, and we've talked about this many times, about just just that – number of buildings a lot was going on there and to have buildings there kind of kind of illustrates it i mean you have found mm-hmm. with with the archaeological digs continue to find so much there was just so much activity going on in the, in in that in that area so i think you could have a drinking game with the uh, the number of times i've said that europeans when they come to the colonies talk about them each farm looking like a a, a little village and so um but but that is an accurate description of it. And so hmm. lots and lots of things going on on the landscape in the 18th century. And so, you know, the, and, and the more we explore it, the more complicated and the more nuanced um, the, our understanding of, of the place itself actually uh, becomes. And it's those buildings and other things that you continue to find is the reason, boys and girls, why we need why just be, you to say I've been oh, I've been to Fairy Farm I don't need to go back. The, it, it is ever changing. You're always finding something, and, and, and now especially those those buildings. Yeah, each each of these elements sort of adds to the interpretive flavor of the place, and so when you put up a, a, a focal point of a particular thing. If we put up the hen house, for example, then we can talk about sort of sort of livestock and how that system worked in agriculture. Uh, the same with the kitchen and the root cellar. How does food get processed and prepared? And sort of you know all those all those 
it's like a jigsaw puzzle. Every time you add a piece to the puzzle, you know, the picture gets better and better of the 18th century. I know for you, you said, I mean, it, Fairy Farm is a fun place just because you keep, you, you keep finding all of these things. And, and it's weird because, you know, if you, if you just look at the history, the, the documents about uh, the life at Fairy Farm, you, you know, it's sort of a basic story when it comes to George Washington. His father dies, and then he starts to look for his way in the world. And so at first, there's an attempt, you know, he's in a, he's in a conspiracy with his half-brother to, to join the English Navy. And when that falls apart, thanks to his mom, thank you, mom, <laughs> um, then he becomes, you know, the next effort is to become the surveyor. And then when that ends, that, that introduces the wilderness to him, and be, he becomes a woodsman at that point, and that will help him with his next one, which is sort of pursuing a military career. And so, the, you know, the history department and archaeology doesn't talk about any of that. There's, a, there's no archaeological evidence for any of that. The, the stuff that we uncover is really is just complementary. And so, you know, the, stu- the, the idea is to sort of join those two data sets together and, and really understand the early years of George Washington for the first time. And you, you you continue to do that, and 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 I continue to learn more and more, and, and and always go back to where, when when you talk about just being able to continue continue to to tell the story, and boy, that really continues to, to evolve. Whether it's 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 just the fragments of things you can find, you're able to talk about how Mary Washington was, how George Washington. You're learning more and more about the family. And, and it's um, we've become quite good at uh, understanding Mary Washington, and we're getting better at understanding George Washington. And and the um, the 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 great thing about sort of living in the world today is that there are other archaeological sites about George Washington going on at the same time, mm. and they're coming into sort of you know they're. That their under their understanding of George Washington at that period of time when he lived on those sites is is sort of coming into focus as well, and so um, it's a great time to be a George Washington scholar, and you see it in the scholarship. There's tons and tons of books about George Washington right now coming out, and uh, fresh new ideas. Um, you know, they're sort of and you know Phil Levy's um, it's it's his life mission to to you know, uh, have t- 10 books, and uh, I think eight of those books are gonna be about the Washingtons. And so he, it's just an amazing time to be a Washington scholar. And, and Mount Vernon is helping by, you know, they, they're very interested in scholarship now and mm-hmm. sort of, and fostering scholarship and providing sort of, you know, a, a sort of a, a place to go and, and actually study George Washington. And so it's just a great time. Fairy Farm has, I think, contributed so much to what we're learning about colonial America. I think everybody looks at, at, at a lot of what, you know, in the past would look at, look to Mount Vernon or or even to Williamsburg. But but Fairy Farm is is, is, is right up there as far as the, the, the different finds and different things that you're, you're able to contribute. Oh, uh, that sentence makes me very happy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's great. Is um, w- w- some of these books and some of these scholars that are working on Washington, 
are, are they coming to yes. coming to Ferry yeah. Farm and, and coming yes. to this yes. area? That yes. that's yes. another thing that we right. don't hear about. That right. you've got an author that's putting together a, a, a book that may be a right. bestseller, or you know, and, yeah. but they're coming here to do some right. research or to talk to you. Right. So so Phil and the, and then uh, Martha Saxon, who recently just passed away, and so we're sorry to, to uh, experience that loss. But um, she was great. She came multiple times and the funny thing is her husband was a photographer for national geographic Mm -hmm. and he loved fairy farm Mm. more more than she did (laughs) he thought it was just such an incredible place and he just he saw it through the eyes of a photographer Hmm. and uh was just taken with its relationship with the river and the mist rising off the river and he took photographs every time they could come he took photographs and and just incredible photographs of of just what a special place it is it is because and and you were the one that pointed this out to me when the house was being built that on that very spot that the house was that as you look across the river that's what george washington was looking at and we're we're seeing those kinds of things you know in you know today and it's that's exciting and and you don't have to imagine what that would be like yeah you can physically go upstairs in the in, in the house and look across at Fredericksburg and, and see what his he would have seen as a boy. And again, the, and we, we, we talked about a little bit earlier, the fact that you can you can you can go up so you, you, you can walk around and you can touch things. It's just so different than than any other place. Any I, I can't think of another historic place, at least around here where it's, it's where, where you can do the things that you can do that you can do at the at, at Ferry Farm. Yeah, it's um, it 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 is a rare thing. Uh, there's a great place in England that you can do that, and so and so the one of the things it has is it has like a cat inside, and so you 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 don't you don't, you think it's just a, a prop, yeah. and then you um, touch it and it wakes up. Oh wow! And so we need a cat. We need a cat. We need a cat. Yeah, we need a cat. That would really tie everything together. <laughs> yes, that's the last bit. <laughs> And I, and I and I'm sure, and that when you have sometimes when you have school groups come through, I mean it, it is a different kind of field trip. Yeah, that you don't have to always say, "Don't touch that chair, don't touch anything." That, that, for, that for students, it's, it's it's so hands-on. Right, right. I feel like it really encourages like curiosity and exploration. I mean, obviously, if you're in a historic house where you can't touch things, you you have to abide by the rules, right. but it does. I think it does sort of break up the experience for kids if you're constantly having to sort of pull them back from exploring things. Um, and we don't have to do that at Fairy Farm, so it's a nice, a nice experience um, to see them sort of explore the house on their own. Since COVID, have we gotten past? Have we gotten past COVID to where schools are coming back now? It was always fun to see buses in front of Ferry Farm, and I and I have seen that different times when I've driven by. Right, right. I would, I think so. I really feel like we've had um, crunching the numbers from this last year. Just so many students at Ferry Farm, and also Kenmore. We've really picked up on um, school groups coming to Kenmore as well. Um, so that's been exciting to see because I started in like twenty twenty one. Um, and even then, there was still a lot of hesitancy. Schools, yeah, hesitancy. Yeah. Schools that weren't allowed to take field trips. Um, so that's been really neat to see, even from you know 2021 to now, just how school groups and kids have really started to come out again more frequently. The uh, George Washington Foundation, our focus this morning on News Talk 1230 WFVA. We should just just to go back for a second. 
it seemed like you for the uh, the, the holiday programs that, that that you did. Like I, I know the the gingerbread houses. There were a lot of them. Yeah. And the same with We Christmas. Uh-huh. So yeah. I, you had you you were happy with the way the holidays went? Oh yeah, we had what like forty. It was forty eight gingerbread houses. Forty eight, which is double what we had last year. So we were just blown away when we walked into that. Um, and there were some good of, gingerbread houses. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And Dave and Ted and I judging was it was we were there for quite a while. It was difficult. It looked stressful. Who <laughs> was going to win? It was so hard. There were so many good ones. Um, we were just so excited to have this many people who wanted to enter the contest and display their gingerbread for the month. It was so great. Yeah. No. It, it was. It was. In, usually, it's it, the uh, the gingerbread was situated in in one room, and you had it in the ha- in a Everywhere. couple of hallways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had to we had to pull some more tables. We had some um, kind of behind the partition in the gallery space, and we also had to pull some out into the lobby this year. It was overwhelming. <laughs> so, and and we will say, Allison, that you 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 guided us, and uh, we we liked doing gingerbread with you. So oh, good. Well, I hope to do it again. Next I year. <laughs> I hope we can we can uh, we can get the group back together. And Twelfth Night, how did that go? Oh, Twelfth Night was amazing. Um, turnout was good. The weather held out. We always say that if it's going to snow. Once a year, it's going to be on Twelfth Night. That has happened a few times. <laughs> we had a little bit of rain on Saturday night, but it didn't stop us. We had our rain plan in place, and the show went on. Um, and it's just such a fun experience to have people come into the house and get to step right into a Twelfth Night ball at the Lewis's home. Um, it's their first Twelfth Night in um in kenmore um Hmm. and you get to really fully experience the lives of the lewises their friends their family and then the enslaved community um that's there on the property as well you get to see what 12th night looks like for everybody and there's different perspectives it's january 1776 so there's just so much happening in the world and you get to see all that play out in front of your eyes um so it's it's very it's it's a different experience for people to see the museum in that kind of light. I was going to say, when you talk about that kind of light, literally, uh, yes. people to always talk about that of of being in Kenmore with candlelight mm-hmm. and, and 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 to see it like that. Yeah, and this year I was working with our new curator to kind of get a little bit more candlelit atmosphere so we had it a little bit dimmer (laughs) um, still light enough for everybody to be able to see and walk and you know safety is first Um, but we we have that kind of candlelight situation Um, so it's it was it's really great to be able to see it at night it's a whole different experience well and that's one of the great things too about we you know we talk about what you can do at fairy farm where you you can touch things and, and, and move around but you go to Kenmore, that's the real deal, and you're there in you know, it's that's that's Kenmore. That was that mm-hmm. was those walls the if they could talk, yeah. all the things that you know that that, that occurred there. So be, between the two places you you've got you, you, you get a great you get a great perspective of colonial history. Yeah, I always call it the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. Town Talk powered this morning by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, visit tourstaffordva.com. It is the George Washington Foundation this morning. Allison Ellis, Ann Waters, and uh, Dave Maraca here. When we come back, we will talk about what is happening on President's Day. There is a lot to talk about. February 19th is the day, and we'll uh, do that when we come back on News Talk 1230 WFPA. It's 830 on the dot. From the Fredericksburg Dot Today online news studios, this is News Talk. 1230 WFBA, Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station focused on Fredericksburg.
This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Town Talk powered this morning by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, tourstaffordva.com. Tourstaffordva.com. The George Washington Foundation in this morning. And Waters, Allison Ellison, uh, Dave Maraca here this morning. And February 19th, Anne, is uh, when, uh, well, March 1st is when Ferry Farm reopens. But every year it, it it is a big event to celebrate President's Day. Yes, yes. All kinds of great activities. Coming up. So it's, what, 292nd birthday of George Washington. We will be celebrating. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Because we have to, last year we talked a couple of times about already people are thinking about the 300th, which will be here before you know it. I know. (laughs) So, um, So 292 years old. 292. For, for George Washington. And uh, the, the great thing about about President's Day at Ferry Farm is George Washington is there. Yes. Roaming the grounds. Yes. We have our George Washington um, interpreter. On, he's been doing it for a really long time. time. Yes. Yeah, so he will be out on the grounds. He's very, he's, very, he's very good at it. I have heard him answer questions of... Uh, I, I've heard him people ask him the color of different coats and things like that and boy he knows his stuff mm-hmm. so that that that's a great thing and and getting your picture taken at with george washington at ferry farm is pretty cool yes a nice photo <laughs> so what's going to happen on, on on february the 19th yeah so we've got lots of things going on we have our traditional birthday party events such as cupcakes. cake oh cupcakes yes, cupcakes most important um and this year we're actually going to have a cupcake decorating station. So you get to decorate your own cupcake. Um, you can put cherries on it or whatever you want to put on it. Um, before I get you it. it. I get the cherries. Uh-huh. Cherry reference. <laughs> Got to work that in wherever we can. I like that. Um, Dave will be leading the stone throw um, to kind of um, pay tribute to that legend of um, George throwing the silver dollar across the Rappahannock. So we want to see if anybody can get that rock across the Rappahannock. Have you ever seen anybody get one across? Yes, uh, though it has been a while. Really? <laughs> um, there was a there was a field school student who had been on the baseball team, and he could he could get it across regularly. And we've actually had people in the contest. And and what made it exciting was um, we used to do it so. Um, we, we weren't sure at first if you could actually tell if it got across. Mm. So we stationed someone on the other side. <laughs> well, that, off. that turned out to be a really bad idea because the first year there was a lot of good arms and there were rocks like landing around them all the time. And they swore they would never do that again. Zero <laughs> <laughs> like a good idea. So now we, uh, now we judge it from uh, our side and sort of. And and if we if someone gets across it, we you can follow the rock. We weren't sure if you could follow the rock when we started, but you can. You can see the rock go all the way across. And so, um, it's been it may be like ten years since somebody got it across during a, in a in a competition. That's a long ways. It it, it is. It's a huge throw. And so maybe um, this will be the year. 
And then it's in February, so you're you're not really loose. Um, no. You know, you're not in good. You know, you've been you've been staying inside all year, and your muscles aren't used uh-huh. to sort of stretched out, and so it's super hard to to, to get it across. But um, and usually the best arm for the last ten years or so, the best arm can get it about um, two thirds of the way across, and that's about that's it. Pretty good. Yes. Um, that is not uh, where I throw the rock. No, no. <laughs> no. no, I am I well, well, cl- a lot closer. I, I, I knew people had, I knew people had done it, but I didn't know that it, it I, I only thought it had happened maybe once or twice, but to know that it had, that, that it can, because it, it is a long ways. It, it is. I, I forget the, uh, the, the width of the river. I used to know that, but uh, it's a, it's a very good throw. And, and then the, what made it even more impressive is, you know, the the river is a little narrower than it was, and the, the the Corps of Engineers narrowed the river in the 1870s, so it was even a bigger throw. Um, but if you, you know, the, there's all those stories about George Washington throwing, and the, and the thing that they all include is um, he has an incredible capability of throwing things farther than most other people <laughs> yeah you've because you've told the story that he did like to throw things likes to throw things and throws uh, regularly all throughout his life yeah he loves to th- throw things and demonstrate his his prowess and and strength because he was he was a he was he was a big he was built yes he's very tall and sort of and very muscular and so um and so it it sounds like it would be really hard, but for him, it was it was not a big deal. Hmm. So you do that several times during the uh, the, the course of the day. We do now, um, since we we now have um, different times for people to come in. You can buy your slot, and so because not everybody will be there the whole day, we go ahead and offer yeah. uh, a stone throw um, during uh, multiple times during the day. Mm-hmm. Okay, Allison, back to you. So we've got we've gotten to the to the stone throw park. Mm-hmm. Continue. All right. So we'll also be doing walkthrough tours of the Washington House. So you'll get to have a little bit of a taste of a tour. You'll get to see everything. You'll still get to touch everything, sit on the furniture, all of that. Um, but just to give you a little bit of a taste of the house. Um, and we also have our classic activities like colonial games. We'll have some crafts. You'll get to um, write a birthday card to George. Um, and we also have uh, a little selfie station set up with George. You can put on a party hat and take a picture with our um, cardboard George or I guess our, our real George who's walking around too. Um, so there's just so many fun little family-friendly activities um, going on throughout the grounds. We kind of spread things out so everybody can um, kind of take their time seeing the property um, and kind of just enjoying the day and enjoying George's birthday. That's the, that's the one thing, Allison, about the about uh, President's Day at, at Ferry Farm. The Fourth of July is just a, is a wonderful event, but there's a lot more people. This is you you do really get a chance to explore around, and there's there's generally not as many not as many people. Right, right. So we spread, like Dave mentioned, we do spread out our um, our tour times, our ticket times. So um, we have tickets starting every hour. So that helps us kind of spread out the crowd. So things aren't as crowded. It's not as many people, um, but you still get. 
um, a full experience of being at Fairy Farm and enjoying each of the activities um, that we have to offer. The Colonial Games are, are always really popular. Yes, yes. I love to play some stick and hoop. <laughs> I was just going to say, the stick and hoop looks like, oh, that that's, that's really tough. It is, it is. And um, last year I got the chance to actually play stick and hoop in um, colonial costume, which was a new experience for me. Um, it was at Kenmore, um, and the ground's a lot flatter there. So it was a, it was a really fun challenge, um, but I did it. How'd you do? I, I think I did pretty well. I can get it going pretty good at Kenmore. Uh, Fairy Farm is a bit more challenging because our field has some some hills. And, yeah, obstacles. Um, so it adds a little bit more um, more challenge when you're at Fairy Farm. But I did pretty well. I'm I'm getting pretty good doing all these school groups um, and at my stick and hoop game. So. <laughs> and how's your stick and hoop game? It's gotten better. It's gotten better. I feel like I've also been in the position of having to demonstrate the games mm. when the field trips come along. So you really need to. You know, you can't be you can't be failing in front of the in front of the kids. <laughs> no, because I, I have seen <laughs> had to work on it, especially at uh, for 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 President's Day. Those kids will be out there in oh, the cold. They get into it. Mm-hmm. They yeah. are going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So lots lots of games. So wait, yeah. continue continue on. Um, so we'll also have the Rappahannock Colonial Heritage System. Heritage Society, um, speaking of colonial dress, so they come in historic costume and they also have fun games and activities for you to do. So they'll be inside the visitor center if you need to come in and warm up for a few minutes. Um, And I think we're gonna have a scavenger hunt this year. So like we did last year, we had a little paper that you can pick up um, so you can kind of explore a little bit more of the grounds and kind of find some of the things that are around at Ferry Farm, including the new outbuildings and um, things in the garden, um, things like that. Um, And we're also gonna have an activity in our colonial garden. So right out back of the visitor center, we have um, what I like to call our colonial teaching garden where we grow things that would have been grown in 18th century Virginia. Um, So it's a little bit barren right now. They haven't really started planting, but we're getting to that time of year. Um, So we're actually gonna have a little activity in there where um, one of our educators is gonna talk a little bit about the garden, what we grow, and then you're gonna get the opportunity to plant your own seed um, in a little Dixie cup and take it home so you can say that you planted that seed um, at George Washington's Ferry Farm and you can take it home and watch it grow over the year. What a fun thing. Yeah, <laughs> there does seem to be such a, there's around here, there, and I think even nationwide, just a, a, a heightened and increased interest in, in colonial times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially in this area, there's there, there's so much Civil War things to do. But I, I think in, in, in large part to what, what you all have done with the George Washington Foundation, you found out a lot of things, and there's just there's a lot of interest, right? And, well, and you, you saw it over the holidays with with, with some of your things, right. And the birthday is so nice because you do get like a little bit of everything, so mm-hmm. you get to see all sort of the games and the crafts, and the you meet George Washington, go through the house. We'll have archaeologists um, out on the property, so you can come talk to the archaeologists and see archaeology um, lab tours. So it's just That's a little right. bit of. A little bit of everything. So if you've never been before, you're coming back out again. But, but most importantly, cupcakes. But most yes. importantly, <laughs> with a cherry. <laughs> with a cherry. Yes. <laughs> the, uh, the the lab tours are also pretty are, are also pretty interesting because you always bring out different little things and the the stories behind them and to see some of that stuff. Right. And I um, 
uh, Mar does a great job of of sort of having a theme for each each different year. And so um, one year it could be prehistoric. Um, I know for Fourth of July she, she likes to do fossils, and so um, always something different to see when you sort of go on a lab tour. And so uh, and and we don't offer lab tours very often, and so mm -hmm. it's 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 a you know it's a it's a chance for our general public to get a behind-the-scenes tour um, that is just not available the rest of the year. The number of artifacts, someday I'm going to remember it, I'm going to write it down, and I'm <laughs> going to remember it, that you have found over the years is staggering. Um, so this is how I describe it now. We're almost at a million. See, that's easier to remember. That's very easy to remember. <laughs> almost a million, though. Almost a million artifacts. And that's why you can tell such a story, because I mean, no, not all artifacts are created are created equal, but they tell a story, and you're able to put a lot. I mean, you have learned a whole lot about the, the, the Washington family thanks to those artifacts. Yeah, I had an opportunity to sort of summarize sort of, you know, what the, the basic points of what we've been working on, we've been finding, and... Uh, uh, it was just a great story at the end of the day. We, you know, we sort of think back and sort of think of it holistically, uh, the amount of work that's gone into it, the, the amount of area that we've excavated, yeah. and the kinds of information that we've uncovered. We're, uh, we're just super pleased with how the dig is going. Well, and when, a few minutes ago, when, when Allison talked about remembering when the, uh, the, the, the foundation, everything was, was found, just to think of what you have found since mm -hmm. then, is 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 pretty remarkable. So I was uh, recataloging photographs yesterday because my computer is down, and uh, and so I, I I saw a picture of me and a, a woman that clearly I knew very well, and I couldn't remember who she was at all, and then I realized that we were standing on uh, little blocks where that that represented the corners of the house. It was just a oh, couple wow. of bricks, uh, and on each corner, and I was like. Okay, that's why I can't remember her. That was 2011. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, um, it's, uh, it's amazing how far the property has come in the last you know, 23 years for the dig. Mm, that's how far. I remember when it all started. That, that so, does age us all. It does. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh. But it, it, it always has been. I mean, th th that moment was... Was was definitely that that was a where were you when you, when you heard about Fairy Farm having having fun? I mean, I I know where I was sitting in this building when someone had heard heard the rumor. The rumor. <laughs> they had come back from a Rotary meeting and said, "You'll never believe." But it re it really was. But 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 even though even since then you've have just found whether it's been wig curlers or or things that you've been able to 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 find or. Just, just even pieces of pottery that has, been, you know, that you were able to discover that well, Mary Washington kept trying to use this over and over, and, and all, all those things are, all those things all come together with for the for the with a just a fascinating puzzle. So, um, it, it's, so there there was no master plan at all this. I mean, first the the first goal was to find the house, and then after that, it became we excavated um, all the areas that. Um, mostly involved uh, people that were enslaved and so all those support activities for the house and so we um without sort of it, it being um sort of uh, the, there was no agenda about what we would find next but it just turned out that the um the place that we looked the uh 
after the house was was the area of um, the concentrated or for enslavement work. And so um, just a fabulous, fabulous data set that we just had no idea was sort of was existed. You know, n- there is no historical records on yeah. people that are enslaved at Ferry Farm. And just a great uh, understanding, be able to g- develop a great understanding of uh, just what their daily lives look like. And so um, just invaluable information. The uh, George Washington Foundation this morning, Dave Maraca is here and Waters is here, Allison Ellis here. February 19th is President's Day. And uh, when uh, there is the, uh, the the celebration at Ferry Farm for uh, George Washington. And we will uh, talk about that when we wrap it up this morning on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hello, Fredericksburg. This is Dave. This is Down Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Ann Waters is here, Allison Ellis, and Dave Maraca from the uh, George Washington Foundation. A couple other of we we're going to talk again before we get out of here in the next few minutes about President's Day at Ferry Farm. But you had a couple other things, Ann, about uh, events taking place that day. Um, yep. So we well we reopen March first, um, and for our reopening weekend, so that first weekend of March. That weekend, yeah. Um, yep. The second and the third, we'll have a couple of different events going on. Um, so that Saturday, March second, at Ferry Farm, we're doing um, a living history event. Um, so essentially, the house will be open, um, so you do get to walk through the house, see the Washington House, um, and we'll have some living history stations inside that focus on sort of the years leading up to the revolution. Um, So that's sort of in celebration of the 250th anniversary of the American Revolution in Virginia. Um, So we'll have some uh, colonial dancing, talking about um, 18th century social life. We'll have um, someone's going to teach a card game, talking about the Stamp Act. So it'll be a kind of interesting way to see the the Washington House, even if you've been on a tour before, it's going to be a little different. Yeah. Um, So that'll be the Saturday, March 2nd at Ferry Farm. Okay, so again, that uh, that's the, uh, the 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 reopening of everything with, yes. at, at Ferry Farm, and uh, the, the the season begins February nineteenth. Though big big event on uh, all day on that uh, on that Monday. Yes, so the birthday event um, coming up, um, and tickets we suggest you buy them. Yes, if you can uh, purchase your tickets in advance on Kenmore.org. Um, Tickets are pretty limited. We like to make sure everybody can get in, but you can purchase tickets at the gate as well. Okay. We highly suggest you get them in advance if you absolutely can. Kenmore.org. We have not mentioned that, but that is a great site for all its all, all the events that are, are, are planned here and in, and mm-hmm. as as things are as things are announced. Other things. Kenmore.org. Fa- Facebook has all kinds of great information too. Yeah. So any questions about times tickets etc always good to go to the events page there will be cupcakes we want to make sure that we don't forget that and if you want to put a cherry on top right right <laughs> you can do that and just talk about a few other things because there's always the colonial games yeah um 
archaeologists on site. Yeah, and I think I forgot to mention, but we're going to have some archaeologists um, at the outbuildings this year. Um, since they're pretty much completed, yeah. um, two of our archaeologists are going to be out at each of the buildings, um, kind of displaying some artifacts that relate to each of those buildings um, and talking a little bit about um, why we reconstructed them, um, how they were discovered, um, and just kind of having some interactive things um, for people to look at, touch, feel, um, and play around with out at the outbuildings as well. And that's good. That's something that yes, you haven't seen before. So that that will be something new and interesting. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So if you haven't been to Fairy Farm since the outbuildings have gone up, it's a definitely a good time to kind of see see them mostly completed, kind of still being completed, and hear about um, more about the artifacts and things. Mm-hmm. And if you've got kids, or even if you don't have kids, and wanna give it, give a, wanna try the uh, the stick and a hoop. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fairy Farm is your place. Right, yes, right. Is. Try your hand at the stone throw. It's not just for kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. People have done it, so try. Your stick and hoop is going to be an Olympic event soon. So. It's not. Yeah. I can see. So I can far. see that we're, coming we're back. Coming back. Yeah, nice. I can see it coming back. The X Games. That's what you're going to have have there. <laughs> the uh, what, what time does all this start at Fairy Farm on on um, on Monday the nineteenth? Ten a.m. Ten a.m. Bright and early. Ten to three. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're gonna hope for good weather. Yes, yes. When it's warm, it's warming up this weekend. <laughs> so right, hopefully. there is there is hope for that. But Kenmore.org, and again, as as you said, Allison, get your tickets, get them now. Kenmore.org. February nineteenth is President's Day at uh, at Ferry Farm. Much more events and things to talk about, and there are other things. I had other topics we didn't get to, so you'll have to come back, and yes. we'll we'll do that. And Waters, Allison, Allison, uh, Dave Maraca, thank you so much. We'll do this again soon. Thank you. Thanks for having Thank you. Me. Thank you. Kenmore.org. Thank you for listening. We will see you in the morning. Thanks for listening to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. The views expressed by the hosting guests on this program are their own and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or Centennial Broadcasting. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The Glenn Beck Program is next on News Talk 1230 WFVA, focused on Fredericksburg.